0: Hello, welcome to Legendary Adventures, a Legend of Zelda podcast. I'm your host, Paul Riley. In this podcast, I'll be exploring the evolution of the Legend of Zelda series in chronological order, starting with the first game through the upcoming Tears of the Kingdom. For now, this podcast will focus on the mainline Zelda games and will not include any spin-offs or multiplayer fitness games. For each season, we will first take a look at the history of the game, and we'll play through it examining it dungeon by dungeon, before taking a look at the game's world as a whole. There are other great playthrough Zelda podcasts out there, but I hope through this approach that I can learn a thing or two about my favorite video game series, and maybe you will be able to as well. Today we start with an exploration of the original game. The Legend of Zelda was released in 1986 in Japan. It was translated and released in North America and PAL regions the following year. The game was created and designed by famed game designer Shigeru Miyamoto and his regular collaborator, Takashi Tezuka. In an interviewing promoting the NES Classic Edition in 2016, Miyamoto and Tezuka said they were developing The Legend of Zelda and Super Mario Bros. at the same time. In a 2003 interview with Super Play Magazine, Miyamoto said that as they worked, they tried to separate ideas between the two games, designing Super Mario Bros. to be a linear progressing game and Zelda to be the complete opposite. Super Mario Bros. was finished first and released in Japan in September of 1985. <music> The Legend of Zelda would release the following year. It's since become a major pillar in open-world game design. Open-world games are defined by game designer John Harris as being titles where the players are generally left to their own devices to explore a large world. In a 2007 article for what was then named Gamma Sutra, but is now game developer, Harris cited Atari's Adventure, Grand Theft Auto, Metroid, and Zelda as open-world titles. He specifically cited the Zelda titles Ocarina of Time and Wind Waker, But those games owe much of their dna to this original game and others such as game informers kyle hilliard and youtuber stuart brown of the channel ahoy list the legend of zelda among examples of early open world games miyamoto and tezuka have described their inspiration for the legend of zelda as coming from books movies and their own lives movies that they credit with inspiration include the two indiana jones films that released at the time raiders of the lost ark and the temple of doom They also cite a surge in popularity among role-playing games, where the players control swordsmen as an inspiration. Additionally, Miyamoto described experiences of exploring fields, forests, and caves near his home in Kyoto as a child as a major inspiration for the game. The music for The Legend of Zelda was composed by Koji Kondo. He famously pulled an all-nighter arranging and programming the title screen theme. In a 2016 interview for the NES Classic, Kondo said his original plan was to use a piece of classical music for the title screen. would be Bolero by Ravel. At the last minute, however, they discovered that the piece was still under copyright. Miyamoto states the copyright was set to expire soon after the game's release, but in Japan, Zelda was set to be a launch title for the new Famicom Disk System. Miyamoto says they could not delay the release because of its status as a launch title. The result is Kondo did a new arrangement of the Overworld music for the title screen. It's often stated that Kondo wrote that particular piece entirely when he discovered Bolero could not be used, But in the interview, Kondo stated it was already in the game. Most, if not all, the music contained in this game has appeared in later games in the series. That includes the title theme, the dungeon theme, the theme for Death Mountain, and the various jingles from Collecting Items, discovering secrets. This game ranks among Kondo's best known and best loved work. The original Legend of Zelda is famously obtuse. The game manual included with the original game is essential to play. It offers a variety of hints and even a detailed guide to reach the first dungeon. The game's attract screen includes a message to read the manual. In that interview for the NES Classic, Miyamoto said Quote, one function of the booklet was to reinforce the feeling of the game's epic setting. Additionally, a lot of people would be playing an adventure game of that sort for the first time, so the booklet was there to provide instructions. In North America, the game also came with a printed map. It included a variety of hints printed along the sides, and it clearly marked the location of the first four dungeons. However, 30 of the game's 128 screens were left blank for players to fill in for themselves. According to an article on Shacknews.com, Miyamoto did not initially want to include the map. It appears a compromise was reached with Miyamoto, stating that the map was sealed with a message saying that you should only use the map and the strategic tips as a last resort. So, uh, what's the story of the game? We find the story in the game manual, and a poorly translated summary on the game's attract screen. Basically, Ganon, the Prince of Darkness, is invading the land of Hyrule seeking the mystical, powerful artifacts called the Triforce of Power and the Triforce of Wisdom. After he obtains the Triforce of Power, the Princess Zelda has the Triforce of Wisdom separated into eight parts and hidden in underground labyrinths. Just before the princess is captured by Ganon for foiling his plan, she sends her nursemaid Impa to find a hero, who can reassemble the Triforce and defeat Ganon, and rescue the princess while he's at it. We play as Link, the hero found by Impa, and the goal of the game is to travel through eight dungeons, collect the pieces of the Triforce, before taking on the final dungeon to defeat Ganon himself and rescue Zelda. Next week we'll explore the first dungeon in The Legend of Zelda, that's Level 1, The Eagle. If you like this episode and you want to follow along, please subscribe. I'm Paul Riley. thanks for listening.